Hello and welcome, friends, to Journey to Grateful, a podcast designed to explore the many obstacles of living life after loss. I've created this show to help guide anyone who is newly experiencing loss, educate those who are unsure how to help someone who has, and I truly hope our stories embrace everyone who is currently living a life through the loss of someone special. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, a father and a widower. Now, saying that title, that truth, out loud often surprises me, even today. There are many who feel the same way and are willing to share their own stories in hopes of lending a helping hand. I'd like to begin by thanking my many contributors who you will come to know truly make this show possible. Sharing our experiences honestly will help to create a better understanding of the many aspects of loss. I hope these stories will become the foundation of your own journey to grateful. Welcome to our community. I am so very thankful that you've decided to join us. Let's begin our journey together. Hello, my friends, and thank you very much for listening to Journey to Grateful podcast. I'm Tim Begonia, and I'm your host, and this is episode six. And with episode six, we're going to try something a little different. This came about with a discussion with a good friend and podcaster, and he has challenged me to step away from the computer, step away from any notes that I might have, my crutches, if you will, and to simply do this podcast while I walk. Now, the reason why... I should do it while I walk is because I tend to go for walks to kind of clear my head and to sometimes get through a particular day or a particular difficult time. So he suggested that I try this. So welcome to episode six, and this is Walking with Grief. What I'd like to talk about tonight is something that has really touched me through a few bereavement groups that I've been in. And the subject is what grief looks like. And it came about in these particular groups when certain people had communicated with me that they had a friend or a family member that saw them in a public gathering, saw them talking with another person. They were laughing, and this friend of theirs approached them later on and said, oh, it's so good to see that you're you're over your grief. And it kind of struck me in two different ways. First of all, the whole terminology of being over grief is very concerning to me because I truly believe that you are never truly over grief. I believe that you can get through grief, but to truly be over grief, I don't think ever actually happens. You have definitely different waves of grief. You have better days, and you have worse days. So that's point number one. Point number two is that it's interesting that this friend would take a look at somebody who had experienced loss 
And I don't care if it was six months after, a year after, two years after. But when they saw them and saw that they were laughing, they immediately felt that that was a good sign of the end of their grief. And that, as a, as a person who's going through grief, that, that is not fair to make that assumption. And here, here's why. People who are going through grief, in my opinion, and because of my experience so far, we are constantly looking to get through each day in the best way that we possibly can. And I know high on my list is finding a way to do it in the most normal fashion possible. And yes, some people, especially with the pandemic, are talking about, you know, trying to get back to normal. Well, let me tell you something. When your wife, like me, passes, normal is never going to be achieved ever again. A new normal, something that looks completely different, yes, perhaps. It's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to take a lot of building. But normal truly is an impossibility. But, you see, what we are trying to do when we reach out to people, when we are in a gathering and are found to be talking, chatting, and perhaps even chuckling and laughing with friends, what we're trying to do is we're trying to grab onto a slice of normal. And we're trying to, just for a small period of time, get ourselves lost and get ourselves lost in the company of our friends or our family and not not to forget what we are going through and what has happened to us or our family, but to just simply find a slice of normal. That's all that we that's all that we ever want. And this also kind of dovetails into another concept. Actually, if you know my story, you know that we lost my wife July of 2020. And I'm not grieving alone. I have three children that are grieving right along with me. The two boys are 13 and 14, and our daughter is 22. Now, oftentimes, my daughter and I will go for a walk just like I am right now, and we will talk about many different aspects of either just life in general or what we're going through, our grief, our anxiety, whatever. And we often have talks about how interesting it was when so-and-so had a reaction to whatever. So we will just talk about these things because we're both experiencing very similar things. One, in fact, was a family member, and this was probably about a month and a half after the passing of my wife, and he contacted me, and me and the boys were home, and he said, I'd like to stop over, bring lunch, and just hang out for an hour, meet up with you guys. I haven't seen you in a while, and... He came over, and it was great. We sat on the back patio. We were able to eat and chat, and then he left. 
And then I think it was the next day, he sent me an email thanking me for having him over and uh, letting me know how wonderful it was to see us. And he also detailed the fact that me and the boys so freely brought up Colleen, my wife's name, in conversation. And he thought that that was absolutely wonderful. And I thanked him for that. And that was really sweet that he he shared that with me. But it did make me wonder. And it makes me wonder why that action seems to be a surprise and something that needs to be brought up and and shown as a, wow, you guys are doing really well. And I think that's truly one of the core aspects of why Journey to Grateful podcast and website exist, because I want to demystify grief. I want to completely turn grief on its head, and not the way that we deal with it, but the way that we share our grief and the way that our family and our friends help us through our grief. I want people to feel comfortable to talk to me, to bring up my wife's name. I want to run into somebody in a grocery store, and I want us to freely talk about anything, including my wife, including a memory of my wife, instead of having what I have actually witnessed and I have heard from other people, they have to witness the same thing, where people will run into you and they're very happy to see you. They don't talk very much. They seem a little uncomfortable. They're just not certain. And what they're not certain with is is a little bit of a guess on my part. I would suggest to you that one thing that they're not certain about is what to say. What do you say to somebody who just lost their wife? What do you say to somebody who just lost his or her son? What do you say to somebody who has lost her mother or her father? And I would suggest to everybody out there who might be asking themselves this question when they do run into their friend or family member who has experienced loss and they are a little bit nervous and questioning what should or could and can they say, I would suggest just be yourself. Just simply be yourself and be there. Just be there in the moment for that friend or family member. And in fact, we have often had support in many shapes and sizes throughout our entire bereavement as well as beforehand. And we are so incredibly thankful for the support that we have received. But we've had certainly some people ask, hey, how you doing? Let me know if there's anything that I can do for you. And I appreciate those offers, and I appreciate that reaching out every single time. What we would prefer is that you simply reach out, and maybe you say, hey, you know what? got to drop off the kids at school this morning. I've got an hour to fill. I'm going to run over to Starbucks. You want to join me? That way you kind of give us a little 
bit of guidance and you put something out there that we can easily say yes or no to, instead of putting something out there that is so open-ended, we kind of just go, boy, I don't know what they can do. I don't know what they could possibly do. I'm going to just have to say thank you, and I just won't bring it up again. So that's that's what our view, our viewpoint is. So when you are wondering what you could possibly do, like my family member who called up and said, hey, I want to stop over with lunch and just sit with you guys for about an hour. If you don't mind, I want to touch base. I haven't seen you in like two months. That is wonderful. I have another family member who will call up weekly, and they try to set up at least once a week where we get together for uh, a meal, whether we find a place that we can go to that has outdoor seating or just last week. He said, hey, want to take over your grill. You mind if I cook some hot dogs and hamburgers? Well, who's going to mind that? (laughs) So definitely we said yes, and it was wonderful. A few other people came over. It was a nice small gathering, very casual, but it was so needed. So those are the types of things that you can do to help the person that you know who's going through things. A, a loss is not a predictable everyday thing. I can't predict what tomorrow is going to bring. In fact, our daughter is graduating soon. And she sent me a photo of her in her graduation gown. And... <laughs> It surprised me. I'm telling you, (laughs) I teared up for much longer than I told her. And those are the things that you cannot predict. Those grief bombs, as we've talked about in our bereavement groups, you can't predict those. And you just have to try to get through them. And you just have to know that somebody's going to come along a family member, a friend, they're going to make a portion of your day much better. Even if it's just simply a text that says, how you doing? I was thinking about you. That warms my heart. You don't have to get together with us, but just saying hi is a wonderful thing. You know, as we got through all of the immediate needs after the death of my wife. I knew the world had to get back to what the world was doing. Everybody had to get back to their life. I, on the other hand, had to define what my life was going to be. And I was not angry at anybody. It was not bitter that the world moved forward. And I'm sure that there are people that experience and feel that. I didn't. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I didn't feel the the loneliness that that particularly brought. So hearing a how you doing every once in a while really can make a huge, huge difference. So 
I guess it's uh, time to wrap this episode up. I wanted to thank you so much for allowing me to take you on my walk today. And I appreciate the time that you give me every time you listen to an episode or any time that you stop by the website. And I do need to ask a favor of you. We are trying to build a community here that can help many, many people who are experiencing the loss of someone special or who know somebody who is, and they are just trying to help them through as well. And to expand and hit everybody that could possibly use a friendly voice or a story that really hits home and touches their heart, we need you, our listeners, to reach out to friends and family and spread the word. Tell people about journeytograteful.com. And above all else, tell them about the podcast. And when it comes to the podcast, we'd like to reach as many people as possible. But we also need your help to do that. I've mentioned it before and I'll mention it again. Please, please go to Apple Podcasts. Rate and review the podcast. This goes so far to help us spread the word. When there are enough ratings and reviews for a podcast, Apple starts delivering that podcast to more and more people. And that way our mission to reach more people and to help more people can finally be realized. So please do that. And lastly... We have a community that we're building, and that community can be found also in social media. We have a Facebook page and an Instagram page. Please go ahead and follow us there at Journey to Grateful, and please share that with anybody that could possibly use a bit of inspiration occasionally. I do have a voicemail set up, and you can call that voicemail 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You won't talk directly to me, but you can leave a voicemail. You can talk to me and tell me how we're doing. You can give me an idea. You can share with me your story. Or, if you'd like, you can become a guest on the podcast. Feel free to give us a call. The number is 262 298 24 that's 262-298-CHAT. And if you'd rather put it in writing, go right ahead. We have an email address. Contact me directly, tim at journeytograteful.com. It's as simple as that. Send me an email. You can also find all this information on our website. Talk to me. Open up the line of communications. I would love to hear from you. How did you like this particular episode of Journey to Grateful Podcast? Let me know. So thank you very much once again. I hope that your day, your evening, or whenever you're listening to this is a very good one. Appreciate you giving me your time, and I will see you at the next podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.